Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Bolt here, and joining me today is Matt Emery. Uh, Matt is a Christian. He's the author of a book called Where the, Where the Rubber Meets the Road. Uh, he's the host of a new podcast. It's called the Authority Figures Podcast. Yeah, look at that beautiful book. Um, but he's a coast, uh, he's a host of uh, the Authority Figures podcast. Gosh, I cannot talk today. Um, this is a part of the Self-Publishing School podcast family, a brand new podcast that he just launched. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, he's also one of our resource specialists at SBS. Um, so check this out. Matt has talked with, so 30,000 calls, over 30,000 calls. We know down to today, we can track to exactly 4,657 aspiring authors on their journey to writing a book. Uh, Matt says that number is probably closer to 9,000 or 9,000 plus, uh, but we know for a fact that we can track it down to that. So today we're going to be talking about his journey as an author, um, the Authority Figures podcast, but also and I think what will be really relevant for everyone watching this on the YouTube channel or uh, listening on the podcast is what is the, like, what has he, there's a lot of conversations with aspiring authors. So what does he learn from those conversations and how can that help you in your journey to publishing a great book that sells well? So that's what we're we'll talking about today. Matt, great to have you here. Great to be here. Yeah, this is going to be great and fun. Yeah. So first off, your book, Where the Rubber Meets the Road, which I've told you this, I cannot say that i can't even say that phrase anymore without thinking about your book and, uh, and maybe the listeners and and uh and viewers will will feel the same way after this episode um wh- why did you decide to write that book uh well to answer that i feel like i had to go back to when i was like 14 or 13 i i feel like i've always wanted to write a book it's the most like long-standing dream to be an author um, this book was the most accessible book and it was almost the book that I had to write to get out from underneath, uh, the, the story that I seem to be telling myself about how events unfolded, like by all rights, living in this van, this van right here, uh, on the cover for a year was a total failure. And it, you know, it sort of ended with a breakup and lost a job. I'm moving back in with family. I just got scammed out of a bunch of money. Like you'll read about it in the book. But writing the book, it was it was demanded to be able to take the story back and have it count for something that was a success. Mm. Now I look back on it like it was a huge win. Don't know how oh. that happened. <laughs> wow. So I, I what the takeaway I'm hearing for, for people is what are the stories that you maybe want to reclaim right. for, for yourself uh, that maybe, gosh, I got, just got the chills uh, just thinking about that, that, that maybe you look back on in your life uh, and you'd say, I'd look at that as a failure, but in reimagining it and in, in creating something that helps others, uh, you can actually create something that's a success and something that you look back, back on as a success. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I wrote it kind of as like a manual to, to my, myself. Uh, there's you know, 15 different things in there that I wrote about to help people that might go through the same stuff. Mm. Uh, and sure it's, it's packaged in that way, but I thought, okay, if ever, um, I'm slipping up, you know, if things are, are not going my way, go back read this book, remind mm. yourself of all the things that you're, you struggled with, you know, that you were at least aware enough to put in this book. So it's a map manual as much as it is a, a self-help book and an adventure story and a love story. Yeah. yeah wow. It was wild. So have you ever gone back and read it? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Cool. Now what, uh, I'm curious about this, knowing what you know now, cause obviously you wrote this book and, and published it in 2019. Um, you've been at SPS for a couple of years now. Um, gosh, maybe more than that, uh, maybe a few years now. Um, but knowing what you know now, how would you go back and do that book differently? Hmm, interesting. There were a lot of things that uh, I just completely left out. You know, it's, it's not like this was ever going to be a one and done thing. Like, I loved writing this book. Uh, I knew there was going to be more. In fact, toward the end, after I was publishing it, uh, too early, I was already thinking about what's the next one going to be. Yeah. Uh, I was sort of naively thinking that Amazon was going to send me all, a list of all the people that were buying my book. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, email list. Well, Amazon's got that covered for me. They're <laughs> going to send it over. <laughs> and, you know, months went by. The first couple months, there's like 700 people that bought the book. And I did nothing in the book to be able to get to know these people or to continue a conversation with these people uh, or to even really encourage them to write reviews on the book. Um, it's very much, uh, I mean, I needed my coach and I needed the guidance to be able to get it done, but it was, it was pretty narrow-minded in thinking that it was just, okay, a book is just a book. It's, it's not a tool for me to, to grow anything, to build anything even though in my mind I had this much grander vision on where I wanted my author career to go. Um, I just missed out on lots of opportunities to like, uh, you know, make it, make it viral, make it connected to what I was building. Mm. And would you say, uh, uh, I mean, cause this is a, it's, it's funny. It's probably a conversation you have with people a lot and we'll get into the, that stuff later, but it, it's kind of like this intersection of memoir and self-help that is just a, it's really a spectrum. Uh, and, and there's, it, it can be on any number of the spectrum. Where would you say this book is on that spectrum? How did you decide on that? And any lessons that were kind of learned in, uh, in yeah. that process that might be helpful for people who are thinking about writing a book kind of in that same spectrum? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, when, I was, when I was outlining this book, I was, so I lived in the van. Uh, I, it was starting to get really hot in Texas. And so I was like, I need to book some sort of sort of house to get on my feet and to not have the van be like a hundred degrees when I'm trying to go to bed. Cause it was, uh, it, it was late May. Then right around my birthday, June 2nd, I was going to move into this apartment furnished for June. And I paid a bunch of money to live in this apartment. And it turned out that it was a scam. And I like, basically lost all of the money that I had been saving. And so I was like, call mom. Hey mom, this look, listen what happened. One of my friends pointed out that Matt, every time stuff goes wrong in your life, you just 
call crying to your mommy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I ended up back at my parents' house and there was like a lot of difficulty for the next like month and a half as I was trying to figure out like, how did I end up here? And I was listening to a Brene Brown book and several other books. And funny, at one point in my book, I wrote that I, I was screaming into a pillow because I was just like really distressed at this time. My editor actually edited that part out of the book. I wonder if she was like, that's too pathetic. That's too sad. <laughs> We're going to get rid of that. And it was, uh, it was, it was painful. Uh, but all of these things, as I was listening to these books and reflecting, were glaring. There's like, you can no longer ignore the fact that you are sort of this reckless optimist uh, and hope is your strategy a lot of the time. Um, you can't ignore that expectations versus reality was this thing that, uh, that you went in with these huge expectations and you have been in a lot of other areas in your life and are continuously being disappointed by the, by the outcome. Um, I want much more to be able to go into things sort of from a state of non-attachment and then just enjoy whatever is sent my way. And so as I was feeling these lessons uh, and I was doing my mind map, they were just there. Uh, and it seemed like I'd go for a walk and I'd be thinking about, um, you know, how, how strong the word should uh, how strongly the word should had like shaped me as a human being. People being like, you should do this. You should do that. I had these voices in my head, like something's got to give. Cause I cannot go back to the life that I, that I was living before living in this van. Uh, I really couldn't go back to the man that I was in the van uh, because clearly my decisions were leading me back to living at my parents' house. And like, that was not where I wanted to end up ever. Uh, so it's 50-50, I'd say. It, I don't know. I'm always, I always love telling stories, you know? Yeah. I think people will, listening, will figure that out. <laughs> uh, but maybe it's 70-30, storytelling to self-help. Okay. And how did you land on that mix and any advice for people who are navigating that, especially if you're, you're saying, hey, I'm speaking out of a place of like, I don't feel like I'm an expert and I'm, 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 I'm sharing my story but with some like what I would do differently as well as lessons learned from that. Like, yeah. how did you land all that mix? Any, any advice for people who are in that same vein? Sure, sure. Well, nobody is ever going to stand up uh, in your life who is like the authority figure and say, okay, Chandler, you now have permission to share your experiences. You are now accredited, you're knighted. Uh, and okay, now, what, now your experience is valid. Um, but I was feeling like I was waiting for that in a big way. Uh, like, yeah, I'm not an expert. I don't have a degree, whatever. Like, so the only thing I really have to go on is, is my own experience. Uh, and so I wrote this book wanting to help people, wanting to guide people and coach people, but knowing that it's not like I'm going to turn back to saying, hey, I got this really great degree from Harvard, you know, and that's what I'm standing on. It's just what I went through, what I learned, it happens to be a pretty epic way of learning it, um, you know, in, in a crashing and burning type sense, like, hey, I know you guys don't want to crash and burn this epically, uh, you know, so here's how to avoid that. 
and I thought that was like a worthy way to share yeah. some lessons. That's awesome, man. That's great. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right, so if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement. Um, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, so you've talked to, you know, you, you've, you've called 30,000 people. You've had 4,657 plus conversations with aspiring authors that we can track. We know that that number is probably closer to or above 9,000 people who have came to self-publishing school, came to selfpublishing.com, came to one of our resources and said, hey, I'm interested in this. Uh, and then you give them a ring and you say, hey, let's put a plan together. Right. And, and that's, I mean, I, I think it's a really unique journey and, and uh, how many people can say that they've talked to 4,000, whatever the number, 4,657 <laughs> at a minimum, like how many people can say that they've talked to that many people with a common goal to be one thing, which in this case is writing and publishing right. a book, right? It's, it's unbelievable and kind of, kind of just mind boggling to think about. But I wanted to distill from those conversations, like let's let's sift, if you will. Um, we're digging for gold here. Um, what would, I guess, first question would be, what, what, do you, what do you feel like is the number one challenge that most aspiring authors face that that keep them or is keeping them from writing and publishing their book? Yeah. Um, above above all else, I think the thing I hear most often is. Uh, it's it's going to take so long uh, because that people don't have a process, um, and that shows up in a variety of ways. Like one, a woman the other day said, "Like I don't have enough life left to write a book. I've been working on this thing for ten years, and I have one chapter." And this woman was like, maybe in her sixties, and <laughs> and that sort of shows up in a variety of ways. I watched an interview of my favorite author. Uh, when I was writing my fantasy novel and he's like, oh yeah, I've been working on this for 15 years, you know? And at that point I was eight years in to trying to work on this book. I thought, okay, I'm right on track. Yeah, I'm doing great. Another seven years, I'll get it done. And then when I started working with my coach and I actually had a, a recipe, it unfolded in literally 81 days. So I think that's the thing. People think it's this massive undertaking it's going to be 50,000 steps when they're running back and forth and they're exhausting themselves doing really the wrong things. Uh, if you just knew for a fact every day that you were doing the right thing and you could dive into that right thing, you're going to be more passionate about it. You're going to be more committed to it. And your book's going to turn out a lot better because you know mm. for a fact this is getting you closer. Mm. Um, so the short answer, they don't have a process. Got it. So they're swinging a dull axe. As Abraham Lincoln said, you know, if you, you eight, eight, I think it's eight hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend the first five sharpening the axe, right? Mm -hmm. So they're, they're swinging a dull axe, or I feel like another metaphor that comes to mind is swimming. And I swim like a caveman with clubs. And then I look at over 
and I see someone just effortlessly gliding <laughs> through, <laughs> through the water. And I feel like that's a lot of people's journey as, as, an, as, as an aspiring author is maximum effort and minimum forward progress, because like you said, right. there's a process um, to follow. So what about, what, what, what do you see keeps people um, from getting started? The biggest thing that is like, oh, I know I want to do this. This is a big dream of mine, but not now, not, not timing's not right. Whatever. What, what's that thing that you see most often that keeps people from getting started? Yeah. Um, doubt, you know, and doubt shows up in a variety of ways. Uh, I'll give you an analogy. I think writing a book is like uh, like a hurdles race. And people have a pretty good idea on what are some of the obstacles that they're, need to, they're gonna need to get over. Some of these people will then try to hurdle all of the obstacles at the very beginning. It's kind of like, I think Zig Ziglar says, if you wait until all the lights turn green, you'll never get, leave the house on your way to the top, whatever. Um, it's, it's something like that. They're like, I am not confident in my abilities. I have some doubt in myself or this information uh, that I'm going to share the, you know, the, the quality or like the impact that this book is going to have, they doubt. And so, well, if I just figure it all out from the beginning and I get all the obstacles out of the way, and then they don't ever build any momentum, they never even get off the starting line because it's pretty insurmountable when you try to approach it like that. Mm, yeah. Is it standing, you're standing at the bottom, staring all the way to the top, saying, how the heck am I going to get there? The bottom of the mountain, right. that is. Um, well, well, that's really, really helpful. And guys, if you, uh, we'll, I'll talk about this later, but uh, if you want to book a call with Matt, uh, he'd love to add another aspiring author uh, to that tally uh, and, and help more people on their journey to, to writing a book. Go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash authority figures. Okay, that's where you can book a call to chat with Matt directly about your book. It's well, this will be in the show notes um, on on the the YouTube version or in the podcast. It's self-publishingschool.com forward slash authority figures. Uh, if you resonated with anything that that's Matt said so far, or maybe even some of those reasons why you haven't started yet, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's me. Uh, you need to chat with Matt and let's help you get started. So I want I want to I want to kind of fast forward a little bit and and look to people who who are successful and you see all right no they, they get started they have success is there a common trait or traits that you've seen with successful authors that you've talked to and this could either be on your one-on-one -on -one conversations or this could even be on the authority figures podcast yeah yeah so you have a great line that that i think speaks to this a little bit you say new businesses die more often of indigestion than starvation most of us, I love that quote, most of us come into this process with so many ideas uh, of how it's going to go, how we're going to approach it. And the person that can recognize that there's someone that knows better than they do, because that person, say, lives in this industry and breathes this industry, and set aside all of the ideas that you have, they could be great, but be willing to adopt the ideas of somebody else. Uh, I see those people just like, uh, yeah, like cruised into the finish line, uh, being almost surprised, like, oh. And it didn't, it does not diminish the accomplishment whatsoever for those people when they get to the finish line, even though at some point they're like, I gotta figure it out for myself for it to count. And then those people that are not figuring it out for themselves 
they're getting help or at the end, they're like, oh, this feels just as good as if I were to, you know, figure it out for myself. I still did it. So I think the coachability okay. uh, yeah, and the willingness to set aside their own ideas. So coachability, it sounds like non-attachment <laughs> um, to, to the outcome and to the, like the, the, you said it set aside their own ideas. Anything else that you've seen as common traits of people? And this is maybe on the, uh, even on the authority figures sure. podcast side of things where you're like, oh, there's one or two things that I've seen that yeah. they are more likely to do the thing. And when you talk to them again, they've, they've, they've published the book, they've any of that. Yes. Yes. Thank you for asking that again. Uh, someone joked in authority figures, like, uh, I, this is just quotes with Matt. That's what this show should be called quotes with Matt. Uh, but CS Lewis has a, a really good way of saying this. Um, and a lot of things he's great. He says, if you aim at heaven, you'll get earth thrown in. But if you aim at earth, you'll end up with neither. So the people that have the people that show up and they say, I'm, I'm going to write a book and make money. Um, great. Okay. But go a little deeper until you get like closer to your heart, out of your wallet and into your heart. Because when you do that, then you realize maybe it's not so much about making money. Maybe it's about on a deep level, being able to have the freedom to spend more time with your children because your parents weren't, you know, as attentive or present as you want to be as a parent. You want to correct that. Um, and suddenly as you're writing your book, it's, you're not thinking about money. You're thinking about spending time with the, with the kids, you know, something that is a much more efficient fuel source than something like earth. Aiming at heaven is always going to get people a better result. Mm, that's great, man. I think it's cool how you get to talk to people at both ends of their journey, right? Which is the very starting point. <laughs> and you're one of the first people that people talk to uh, and and maybe even for some people, you, you, I feel like for probably at least hundreds of those thousands of people that you've talked to, you're probably the first person that they've ever even talked about this book idea to, which is really yeah. cool. And then full circle authority figures podcast, <laughs> they've done it. Uh, and I don't I don't want to say it's at the end of the journey thing because I think for a lot of those folks they'd say, oh, a book is the key that opens this door to Narnia, right? Like it's this magical world that I now I've got a lot that's going to come from this, but it feels like a full circle moment to then refuel and go back out there, which I think is a really cool thing. So I've got one kind for of one sure. final, sorry, good. I said for sure. So uh, final question on just kind of what lessons learned from these calls. And then I want to touch on the authority figures podcast. Um, so knowing, knowing what you know now from kind of doing all these calls, uh, what, what would be your advice for aspiring authors? And this is like from the conversation. I'm going to, I'm going to circle back to this at the end. I'm going to say from your own personal experience, like yeah. doing your own book, what would you, what would your advice be? But for this one, I want to say, knowing what you know now from all these calls, like what would be yeah. your advice to those folks? So don't try to make your book perfect. Uh, I love that John Maxwell at uh, Author Advantage Live said, I was working on my eighth book. I called up my agent and I said, I think I'm starting to figure out this writing thing, which means he had seven books where he was pretty much like, am I, am I doing it right? I think, I mean, I'm writing books. We obsess over the perfection of our books so much that uh, on one hand, you're going to end up toiling on a book that should have been published five years ago. And you learn five years of additional things that could have been in a couple of additional books. Um, 
90%, 80% is a pretty good uh, percentage to then say, all right, any time and energy put into this book beyond this point to make it 81% is just illogical. It's going to take way too much time to make incremental growth. So be okay with it not being absolutely perfect. There's going to be like nuggets in your book, even if they're not articulated in the most you know beautiful artistic way that people get. So publish it and make room for yourself in your future, in your present to be able to continuously be writing more books. Mm, that's great. Love that. Um, so let's talk about the authority figures podcast. Um, so guys, if, if you, if you haven't already go to the authority figures podcast and subscribe, it's, you can just search authority figures on Spotify, uh, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, wherever, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, um, search it, yep. subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll have links in the show notes um, with all this stuff, but what is it and why is it? <laughs> uh, what's the podcast? Uh, why did you decide to start it? Yeah. Yeah. So I am extremely spoiled in that I've had 4,000 something conversations with, with people. Uh, and a book is something that you write about the, the stuff you're most passionate about. So basically my day is spent talking to people about the stuff that they love um, for the most part. And <laughs> so, so I wanted to like share some of those conversations. They're so interesting. Uh, and these people are doing well. You know, in these 4,500 conversations, they don't, they don't get dry. Like somehow, none of them are the same. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody has their idiosyncrasies. So I wanted to share some of that. Uh, I've, it's also really cool to see people, you know, at the very beginning saying, I really want to do this. And then watching them use a book to build a you know, million dollar business in the last couple of years. Like, to see somebody just like building this whole funnel uh, and it's, it's propelled by the book. Um, it's incredible how much you can do with a book. I think that that's a bit of what the Authority Figures podcast is about, um, just showing how you, much you can transform your life with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel like my life is a testament to that. Prior to publishing my book, I really felt like you know, I was wandering in the woods and I came up to the, this wall and that was the wall of my potential. Like, um, you know, I'm 28 and here I am reaching as far as I'll ever reach because mm -hmm. I've been trying to write the book for 15 years um, unsuccessfully. Like I can do a lot of stuff, but writing a book is beyond me. It's mm -hmm. like finishing that book was watching this wall crumble down. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, if I can do this, like, yeah. I don't know where the end is. Yes. Um, so it's celebrating that. It's like a very palpable uh, evolution that I, I see in people. Um, and an authority figure, the reason it has that name is because of the, the word author is in the word authority. I mean, when you write a book on something, uh, you are the authority on that yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's cool to, to dive into to the stuff that each person has kind of committed their life or at least a section of their life to becoming an expert on. Yeah. Uh, the root word of, uh, as you said, the root word of authority is author. You can't spell the word authority without the word author. Uh, and a lot of people become an authority by first writing a book, right? Which I think is, 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 is what the show is all about. Um, who's it for and who should go check it out and subscribe? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're just flat out like nerd and you just like learning about random things, 
Uh, and you might enjoy having a conversation about travel or about someone's really interesting story about going from public housing to being in the Ivy League. Um, mm. Definitely for you, if you just want to hear cool stories. Um, you know, we interview mediums and, uh, you know, business people and a woman that went from, uh, she joked, taking the vow of poverty to at some point later in her career, making over a million dollars in a day. <laughs> like that's a, a pretty drastic switch. That's crazy. Um, and so if you just like cool stories, come. If you also want to learn how to write a book, we definitely dig into their process and what they went through and, you know, some of the, some of the habits that they had to put into place to make it happen. Some of the processes that they, they used. So it's awesome. practical and it's also entertaining. Cool. Love it. Um, guys go uh, check out the authority figures podcast, subscribe. I'm going to say this. Um, if you go and subscribe to the podcast, um, and you can leave a review as a bonus, um, I'm going to give you a free physical copy of the book. Uh, my newest book published. Okay. So this is go subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen uh, to podcasts. And if you go subscribe, I'll give you a free physical copy. You don't have to pay shipping and handling um, anywhere in the U S okay. And all you have to do is go to publishedbook.com forward slash free to get that. Um, or, uh, uh, or you can just reach out to the team, but that's the URL honor system. <laughs> uh, so, so subscribe uh, and then go claim a free copy of the book. Uh, lightning round as we finish here, Matt. Um, knowing what you know now from your own personal author experience, uh, what would be your parting piece of advice for the Matt from a few years ago or all the other Matts out there who are thinking about writing their first book, maybe memoir, yeah. any topic? Yeah. Uh, life could be really easy, almost effortless if you have the right people in your in your corner, like showing you what to do. There's a lot of toiling and spinning and efforting that happens because we're guessing. Um, and it does not diminish the accomplishment whatsoever to get help. Yeah, no doubt. Now, speaking of getting help, um, for people who are like, hey, this has been really interesting. And great, I've learned something. Matt's interesting. I'd love to talk with him um, and see how I can put together a plan for my book and then also see whether or not it makes sense to work with us at self-publishing school. Um, who should book that call and where, where, what can they expect uh, when they do? Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're serious about writing a book, it's something that you really want to, to do maybe you know, in the next few months, uh, this year, definitely book a call. I, I love talking to people who are, are like bought into their ideas and they're excited about it and like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Um, that's not mandatory, but if you just are serious about making progress on your book and you're at any point, you don't need to wait until you're ready to publish. Uh, yeah. You have an idea. You want to write a book. Let's talk at the very, very beginning. Yes. Uh, I know that the first steps are moving in the direction that you want to go. Yeah. Um, back, back to the kind of the hurdles analogy. The way that I think of the call with me is there's something that's driving you to listen to this episode. There's something that maybe had driven you to, you know, Google something or to self-publishing school's website. That, that something is that hurdle that's like right in front of you. You know it's there. You might not exactly know it by name, but you know that there's an obstacle in front of you. I'll help you get over that obstacle. Maybe that's with some resources or some recommendations or talking through your idea. I'll help you get some momentum. 
And then you know, and I know that there's a corner in this hurdles race, and then there's another line of hurdles. I'll try to provide some things for you then so mm. that you don't lose momentum on those future obstacles either. Mm, that's such a great analogy. And, and when's the best time to, to book a call? When in the process? It's now, right? And, and whether you're at the, and because either you're rounding the corner, you're over your second hurdle, or you're at the starting line wow. thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Uh, or you just ran the race and you're like, I don't like my time. <laughs> I'd love to sell more copies of this book. Um, either way, this conversation will be helpful. So um, final things as we wrap, go to, if you want to book a call with Matt, go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash authority figures. Um, that, that'll go directly uh, to book a call with Matt. Um, so self-publishingschool.com forward slash authority figures. Uh, and then lastly, if you want to grab a copy of Matt's book, Where the Rubber Meets the Road, uh, then you can uh, grab that on Amazon and new book coming soon. So stay tuned. Uh, yes. to, maybe when you chat with uh, Matt, maybe he'll tell you about it or you can uh, check out his Amazon page. It's coming soon. So you can check out the book, Where the Rubber Meets the Road or book a call um, with Matt to chat about your book. Matt, you're the man. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Always. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you'd be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode. All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important, uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right, reviews are super important and help this podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that, I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right, all you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book, Published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step, so how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.